I'm starting to sound like B. Arthur. Welcome to episode number 61 of RSVP, the podcast about stationery and so much more. I'm your host, Dade, and my co-host is Les. Tonight, we're talking about stationary comfort items, but first, let's talk about what we're consuming. Um, I'm drinking a strawberry honeydew polar seltzer. Um, I th- How is that? I saw it in the store. In fact, let me open it now so we don't have to hear the noise later. <laughs> um, it is good. I mean, these are two things that are my favorite. So, I just took a sip. Um... It's more strawberry than honeydew. And I will say that it kind of tastes like if you were to buy, like, a strawberry lip gloss. Ooh. But I don't know not, how I feel. It's not horrid, but sometimes polar flavorings can be, like, they're not artificial flavorings in the sense that, like, like it doesn't have artificial sweetener, obviously, but they sometimes can have that artificial feel to them. So. Mm. It's, yeah. It's drinkable. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not writing with anything today. I uh I just don't I'm not prepared. That's what that is. <laughs> um so, <laughs> I'm really tired. We're recording um in the early afternoon, so I shouldn't be tired, but I slept till about eleven o'clock today. So anyhow. Um the reason I've slept till eleven o'clock today is because I've been playing World of Warcraft Classic, which came out less than a week ago. Um, and I've been streaming my gameplay, which has been really, really fun. Uh, I'll put a link to my, my channel in the show notes in case anyone wants to see what that is about. Uh, but it's been really fun to connect with like an online community and, you know, just have people watch me play a game that I'd be playing anyway, you know? Um, so my life's been pretty much about video games and also uh i've purged a bunch from my office like i i cleaned my office a couple months ago but i went through it again and i donated um a box full of pens and pencils and markers like like a you know those boxes printer paper come in yeah that was full of i mean there were whoa couple, there were a couple notebooks in there like, okay but for the most part, it was pens, pencils, and markers to my local high school. Um, a teacher that I worked for last year, she is in the performing and media arts um, department. And so her kids do a lot of like media stuff. And like, so I'd figure I'd want to donate to her. So yeah. Mm. And it feels really good to have less items in my office. I still have too much <laughs> stuff, but um so yeah so that's what i've been spending my time doing and all of this prep work is because i'm really 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 excited and nervous that actually the day the pot this podcast gets released probably while you're listening to it i will be in surgery um i am having top surgery um for those that may not know what that means it's gender affirming surgery so i am having a double mastectomy so my body is more in line with my identity and so it's something I've been really, really wanting for a long time. And while I am nervous, because who wouldn't be, it's actually really, really exciting. So, um, so yeah, so I've been just prepping for that. So that's also why I haven't been a- around online, um, because for essentially six weeks, I can't lift anything more than 10 pounds, which means I can't even pick up my cats, which is sad. <laughs> um, so I've just been trying to get everything in order so my wife doesn't have to do as much as she is going to have to do. So that's really been it for me in my world. Like I said, it's just been all about my surgery. So, um, but Les, what about you? Well, um, so I've got a big bottle of water to drink because I just finished my coffee. I picked up some Allegro because we were running out and it's, eh, it's okay. It's just, it's, it's coffee, you know, it's, it's a caffeine delivery system, um, which is necessary, but it's not great coffee. It's okay. I am still writing on my crappy legal pad, but I have a Rotring initial. It is a fountain pen. It's quite smooth. It's kind of, kind of funky looking. Um, listener Stephen, Stephen 
M sent me a package full of goodies, and this is one of the things that was in the package. Um, I'm keeping some of the goodies and sending the rest on to someone else. If you've been in the group, um, the RSVP Facebook group, um, I have a little thread going asking people to write something that they're grateful for. And I guess I'll talk a little bit about why I started that. So I'm in a bunch of uh, online forums and a couple of Facebook groups. And really, the Facebook groups are the reason that I'm still on Facebook. If it weren't for groups, I would have left Facebook a long time ago. They really just make Facebook being worth being a part of. Otherwise, Facebook is hot garbage. And uh, so one of the groups that I was in just imploded because I, in my opinion, as someone who's moderated forums for a really long time, set up forums, moderated forums, I've been an admin on many a forum. They did not have um, clear guidelines and rules in they enforced them in ways that I really felt weren't consistent and they made a lot of commentary about enforcing them. And the only time they enforced them was when there was a big problem, which always leads to discontent. Um, in my opinion, when you, when you moderate a forum, you have to be consistent. If you aren't consistent, then don't even bother. Don't have rules or don't have a forum um, because it just, it always devolves into hot garbage. So I watched this forum, which had been really, really nice. And big surprise, it's, it was on fermentation. Um, I watched it devolve into snipey infighting. The moderators were not authentically who they are uh, in person. It seems like it was just, it was a mess. And um, it ended up being like a harassment issue. The someone that they booted from the group was like harassing them online, like everywhere online went after their business that had nothing to do with the forum and was stalking one of the moderator, one of the owners of the forum. It was a hot mess. And I think some of it is like personality stuff. And so now like they have law enforcement involved and I am just so thankful. Um, and grateful for our little corner of the internet and how wonderful and kind and gentle everyone is in the group. And anytime there is a problem, it's usually resolved relatively quickly with very little drama. So um, I just want to pass on some of my happiness and gratitude for the group by taking some of these things that I'm going to build a nice little package and I'm going to let that gratitude post go for a little while and then i'm gonna randomly i think i'm gonna print off everything and let my dog stick his head into the bag and pull out a name and we'll see how that works he might take a mouthful of names but he does if you give him a selection of paper he'll take something and run away so i will chase him around the house and grab the selected name we'll see if that works out or not you should but totally anyway. film that <laughs> uh yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> we'll see um, so anyway, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to be a fun little thing. Um, I spent yesterday building a cold frame for vegetables because, uh, winter's coming and, um, I'm, I, I really enjoy vegetables and greens and things. So I want to have some, uh, bok choy and Swiss chard, um, growing until the winter and i think in my current location and climate um i can keep those going until about december and um continue with the harvest so i'm looking forward to that and my goal with the with the cold frame is that all of the parts are salvaged from various free cycle-ish groups in my area i have a really really great recycle forum that i'm a member of and I got free windows from someone. They were just going to throw them away. And I was like, mm, I think I'm going to make a cold frame. Eventually, one of my goals for uh, my little plot of land here is that I want to build a greenhouse built entirely out of recycled windows. I just think that would be super cool. I don't know why I have this vision in my mind of a greenhouse. Um, so, yeah. Um. My mom retired this past school year, uh, which is a really interesting timing for her. So she 
retired. She put in all of her paperwork to retire and then was promptly diagnosed with cancer. She's like, if I'd known, I wouldn't have retired because then her intent after she retired was to go back to her job and work part time or it was, I don't know, it was hard to understand, like, but she can draw her retirement and then also get paid. It's confusing and it has to do with the main state retirement system. And I don't, I don't know enough about it to really understand it. So anyway, she um, cleaned out her classroom and what a variety of riches. Um, so I gave her a um, classroom friendly sharpener. She won't let the kids use it. And she's taken, she is going back to the school um, and she's going to be a teacher's aide. So she, she has moved that into the, she's got a desk that's hers, but like no one's allowed to touch that pencil sharpener unless she'll sharpen pencils for people, but she won't let the kids actually sharpen pencils. She's like, a kid put a carrot in it. <laughs> she's like, so um, she's like, yeah, the, the kids just don't get to touch it. So um, she did give me. A, a color laser printer, which I'm super excited about. It's all got a whole, like a box of brand new toner to go along with it. Um, and I'm thinking about doing some fun little notebooks for no brand this fall. And I'm thinking, you know, I might do, you know, a couple hundred of any one design and that's it. So super, super, super limited editions um, for no brand notebooks this fall. Some of the things that I've thought about for other brands that I think that they should do, those ideas, they're swirling in my head for this color printer. So I'm kind of excited about that. And I'm back to reading about gardening and container gardening, raised beds and things like that. So that's what's new for me. Hey, you know what we didn't talk about, Dade? What is that? Didn't didn't they, did the 42 come out before our last? session our last recording do we talk uh, about that no it didn't because remember it was like that that release that was at that event oh yeah the uh <laughs> never mind yeah, yes I <laughs> yeah i pff, rough trade really um anyway uh do you i don't really have any thoughts on it i don't I, care about sporty ball right i do like that they um Again, I don't think it's pandering at all, but they're, you know, it's, it's focused on a person of color, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just, I'm kind of like underwhelmed again, you know, like, Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I don't have it in my hands though. So I don't want to say how I feel about it when I can't say how I feel about it with authority. Right. Um, I do plan on picking up a box just because that's just what I do. Um, if I wind up really not liking them, I'll trade them off and just keep two like I always do. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, I too am not a fan of sports enough to want a pencil about them. I think... I don't know, like... I was going to say that they focus on very like broish stuff, but they don't. It's just, I guess maybe those things stick out because they have music and sports. This is their second baseball pencil. Um, yeah. But then they did the library thing and they did the Nellie Bly. Mm. Um, so I really can't be fair in saying that. But uh, I guess. But no, I don't. I don't feel a certain kind of way about it yet. I'm waiting for CW to get her stock in because there's something else I want to get from there. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to pay shipping on just a few little items. (laughs) So I actually accidentally um, ordered the subscription box. I forgot to cancel it. Oh, so I have that coming. Um, I don't know what it'll be, but that was $30. I didn't mean to spend, Uh, but it's fine. Hmm. So I will be talking about that. I don't know when, because I'll, I'll be, I guess we should talk about this too. Um, I won't be here for a month. Right. Uh, so, you know, obviously we'll post in the Facebook, uh, group as to what will happen in that month. I think Les might have some cool ideas, which we're not going to tell you because <laughs> surprises are fun. And I also don't want to say something that's not true. So, uh, but yeah. So anyhow. No, I I don't know. 
that's all I feel about the 42. I when I see when I hear 42, I just think, you know, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of hoping that's what it was. Right? Oh my, that would be phenomenal. I know, I was so into that. Sadly, it was not. Um, so are you ready to get into our main topic? Well, do you want to talk about the right notebooks? Um, limited edition, not limited edition, not seasonal, whatever the heck they're calling it now. <laughs> well, it is limited, right? It yeah, it is. It's it's limited. Copies. Yeah. yeah. Um, I ordered that. It hasn't gotten here yet. Mm. Um, I ordered two of them because I really like the look of them. Um, and someone posted, they didn't post everything that comes with it, but they did post like a little thing where it looks like a little like card comes with a, the notebooks, yep. which feature a previous edition, hmm. like a little trading card kind of thing. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, but then here we are, you know, a different ones come in each pack. So it's like, you don't want to open your pack. Like I, I like it because it encourages people to open things. Right. This way people can't, you know, sit on something sealed and then sell it. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I don't have them in my hands yet, but I, I ordered two. What, what do you think about them? I, I didn't order them because they're pure bindings. See, I like pure bindings. Oh, I hate them. Hate, hate pure bindings so much. They don't open flat. Well, they do frustrate me for that, but I just like the look of them. Oh, I love the look. The look is fabulous, but I just can't do it. Not a fan. Love their paper. Love everything else about their stuff, except the pure binding. Anyhow, I'm done. Okay. Was there anything else new that came out that we should talk about? I keep, I um, honestly, I have not been keeping on top of like the new stuff because I just, you know, I've been busy with other things. So, no, I think those were the only two new things that have come out mm. okay i'm done okay for real this time all right so <laughs> uh, so our main topic um i always have such a hard time coming up with show topics because we're on episode 61 and that means we talked about 60 other things and so you know i I, I don't want to talk about something we've talked about before, but it becomes increasingly harder just to come up with something. I would like to revisit some topics that we've talked about in the past, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, so, so I was, I was sitting around last week while cleaning my office and going through all of my items and, um, Marie condoing them. And it was very interesting to me as to what I was able to part with because it was stuff that I used to think were things that I wanted to have all the time, like neon casemates. Um, I had, before I donated some of them, almost four gross of them. Whoa. Right. So because it became a thing, like, so it became kind of like this thing, like in the pencil group last year, where anytime I'd send someone something, they'd get a dozen of them because they're a dollar. And then it became a thing with my wife because then she knew this. So anytime she went to the store, she would buy them for me. <laughs> and then I would get them. For what reason? I don't know. I'm never going to use that many. If I buy no other pencils for the rest of my life, I still will not go through all of them. Um, so I, this got me thinking about like what makes me happy about stationery. You know, like, like, what are the things I want to surround myself with? Because my office um, is very small. It's not even an office. It's like this weird room that my landlord created when she remodeled the place. So it's, it's smaller than a prison cell. It's probably six and a half feet or seven feet by like 10 to 12 feet. It's very small. So, you know, I'm packed in this room. I have a desk. I have a chair. I have a bookshelf, two bookshelves. So I got the idea for the topic. Stationary items that make you feel good or that are comfort items. Things that 
that you truly enjoy having around you that make you happier, that make you feel good, that make you want to use stationery. Um, so that's where we're at. That's, that's our topic for tonight. Feel good stationary items. So, um, I kind of broke mine and I see you did this too, less in the show notes. I broke mine into three categories, papers, paper, pens, slash markers and pencils. Um, so I guess we could go in, in that, in that order, if that's cool with you. Indeed. All right. So, um. I'll start with you, Les. I always start things. I would like to relinquish that control. <laughs> so, um, paper-wise, what 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 are things that bring you comfort and joy? Well, the first thing is a good journal, and for me, that means something hardcover with an elastic band, a pocket with nice paper inside. Um, the exterior doesn't like the color of it doesn't matter so much. It doesn't matter if the cover's pretty or anything like that. It's just something about a hardcover elastic band and journal that I really, really like. They last a long time. They look great and just crack pulling off, pulling that elastic off and opening it up to write just puts a smile on my face every single time. And yeah, that just every time I, I use open a journal up with an elastic band, there's something about it that makes me happy. Any thoughts on that? No, I I completely, completely agree with you. Um, I think that it's just like I have um, when I've carried pocket journals before, mm. uh, I'm the type of person that shoves paper like receipts like because i have to you know write down what i've spent or someone gives me a business card so i shove stuff into the little notebook to where it becomes three times as thick yeah um and when you said elastic band that really like resonated with me because um you gave them to me less actually those really thick rubber bands oh yeah 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 uh and those actually when when a field notes sized notebook a pocket notebook gets to a certain thickness those rubber bands are perfect for putting, you know, vertically on the notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it creates this like tactile experience. Um, and just, I don't know, it, it, it almost feels like it's like, I mean, it's like a wallet essentially in that case then. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, no. And the, you know, I'm not a huge fan of hardcover journals. It depends who's making it um, mm-hmm. but but yeah i i can agree about about having a nice hardcover journal also paper that's you know when i get to to my thing about paper it's a specific type of paper mm. um and like like you said i want something that is useful but also makes me happy using it yeah um so did you did you want to continue? Did you have further? yeah yeah? So at, going off of that, you, you brought up pocket notebooks, and that is another thing that, in terms of stationery, makes me super happy. I like a cheap pocket notebook. It's okay if it has decent paper in it, but the paper quality in a pocket notebook matters less to me than a sturdy cover. I want a cover that's going to stand up to a month of me carrying it around in my pocket. I mean, I do use a fodder stack XL to keep things tidy, but even that like gets the butt curve. And so it, it they have to have a sturdy cover. Um, and if the cover is aesthetically pleasing, even better. I just, um, part of that package that Steven sent me had the word notebooks um, that were co-branded with some handkerchief brand with little flowers on it and wow is that a gorgeous notebook and i know i like the word paper so that is that's going to be my next notebook i've been using no brand for so long that it's weird for me to be like oh yeah i'm gonna use someone else's notebook and so i'm i'm really looking for like that like i opened those up and i was like oh that's pretty um so yeah so 
um, a pr- aesthetically pleasing pocket notebook with sturdy covers is going to stand up to me abusing it for a month. Super happy. What about you? Um, well, before I, I talk about my paper thing, um, I want to touch about the uh, pocket notebook thing. I, I think I said it last episode. I have so many of your no brand notebooks. I think because at one point I wanted to, but you had two uh, multi-packs out, the rainbow one. Yeah. And then the neon one. Mm-hmm. So I wanted those because why not? Queer neon. That's what I'm about. Um, so, uh, but then just you giving me them over the years and like, I, I always go back to your no brands. I think it's because the paper you use to me just feels good what, mm. is, what is the paper you use again so i use two different types of paper one is hp 24 pound um i believe it's their laser printer paper um okay. it could be their generic 24 pound paper i'd have to look it up um i don't have a box in front of me and i also use the staples sustainable earth 20 pound printer paper um it is made with sugarcane fiber so oh. Um, what do they call it? Bagasi, bagas, something like that, which has a really nice toothy texture and is awesome with pencils. But that 24 pound HP paper is probably the stuff you like because it's nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I like it because it does good with pencils, but also writing in pen. Just it's like mm-hmm. it's just super smooth. It almost reminds me of my favorite Japanese paper. Yeah. And they both respond really well to fountain pens. Uh-huh. So it's like they're both papers are really really nice with a variety of different utensils, which is why I I went went for it because I knew it was going to stand up to everything I wanted and that was like that's the basis of my my bookmaking um philosophy is that I have to like it. Um, and it has to fit my uses. And then if it fits other people's uses, then so be it. Exactly. Um, one thing I will say that I wish no brand notebooks were like is I find myself sometimes longing for thicker cardstock for the covers. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, getting decent cardstock, um, as a little, yeah, it's, it's expensive. It ups the price per book quite a bit. And if I want a lot of fun colors, um, I get the, I, so I buy the cardstock at the craft store and I, cause I, I like lots of fun colors, but the problem with that is, is that over the years, the cardstock that you get at the craft store has gone down in its GSM. It used to be significantly heavier and now, because people don't necessarily need nor want super heavy cardstock in their crafting, it has gotten really, really light to the point where I think it's like text, not text weight, it's, um, what do they call it? Cover weight instead of like true cardstock. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, it's very annoying to me. Uh, I do some with heavier cardstock that I do purchase, but it is significantly more expensive. Yeah, I bet. Very annoying. Because that's the first thing that usually goes on your notebooks for me. Yep. <clears throat> um, but that's why the rubber band comes in handy. Mm-hmm. So, and who doesn't love a well-worn notebook? Well, that's part of like the thing that I like about pocket notebooks is that they do get beaten up and worn in, and they have that wabi-sabi thing going on for them. I love that look. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, who wants to just always like whip out like a very pristine... Uh, you know, a lot of people do. I mean, even like so the the field notes like national parks, like they're beautiful. But like I want to use them. I want them yeah. to be like I I forget who it is, but there's someone that always posts like the notebook they used and the new notebook, and it's yep. so great to see that you know well worn, sometimes torn, stained notebook. Like yeah. The other day I was at a cafe with Gina and I've been using the standard um, 
issue. I forget what it's called. It's a it's a the notebook I bought when we were in Cambridge. Um, oh, I can't. It's by Design Works Inc. I can't remember that. It's, it's a standard something. Yes. Anyhow, it, it's you know, I spent like seventeen dollars on this notebook, but it has an elastic band that covers it. A very thick, like it's not cardstock. It's like a thick, like chipboard feeling cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has like little you know, stencil that comes with it for bullet journaling and anything. So anyhow, I'm using it and I got coffee on the cover and she was like, you just ruined your notebook. And I was like, no, I didn't. I just made Mm -hmm. it better. Yeah. You know, um, in fact, sometimes I try to intentionally get coffee rings on things. Well, it's like, um, for a while there, when I was part of, um, a particular group that shall not be mentioned, shall not be named. Um, Someone was horrified that I got a coffee ring onto one of my field notes. So I intentionally, every time, like I was literally using my pocket notebook as a coaster as often as I possibly could. And they would be absolutely covered in coffee rings. I love that look. Me too. Like I love um, just something that has a story. Like. Mm-hmm. I know this sounds silly, but like that coffee stain, I know when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, say I come visit you and, you know, I get a coffee ring on that notebook. Oh, that was the time I hung out with Les and we had coffee and we talked for hours. And, you know, like it's not just a stain sometimes. And so Mm -hmm. it brings you actually a bit of comfort. Um, Yeah, I agree. And it, it takes away the discomfort of having to keep your things perfect. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. I don't know how many times like I've had things and now I do have things that I do keep perfect. That's usually electronics, you know, or, or, or something that is expensive and shouldn't be damaged or used. Right. Um, I agree with that. You know, like, like my Nintendo switch that I have, it's always in its case when I'm not using it. Mm-hmm. And I constantly worry about it. Like when I sometimes I play it before bed and leave it on my nightstand and I wake up and I'm like, oh, God, did a cat walk on it? You know, like it's so much mental energy I'm spending worrying about an item. Yeah. So if I don't have to do that with stationery, that's just one less thing I have to worry about. Even better. Um. So, yeah. So are you do you have anything else to add about uh, paper before I No. Um. All right. Well, for me, uh, I already kind of spoke to my pocket notebook joy. I was going to talk about no brand and just how, you know, I use them, but I already did that. So my other thing is, and people already know this about me. I really, really love Japanese notebook paper. Um, specifically, uh, the Kokoyo campus notebook paper. Um, I'm trying to find if it tells you the weight of the paper. Um, it's very hard to find information on stuff. When it comes Jet to pens paper. might have it. Yeah, I think jet pens might have it. You're right. Like, cause it's it's just it's really hard sometimes when you order Japanese items to get like the full rundown of what is what. Um. So anyhow, Japanese notebook paper. It's just, if you've never used it before, you won't fully get it, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but it is super smooth and has a thickness that is just, it's almost too thick, but it's, it just checks all the boxes. It's fountain pen friendly, pen friendly, marker friendly, highlighter friendly, pencil friendly. Um, oh, here, the paperweight. It's a... Uh, 70 gsm for the the japanese notebooks that i use yep um so it's just it's just this great great paper and what i specifically like about it is um the variety of ruling you could get so you can get like a regular uh ruled notebook you can get blank notebooks or my favorite which is a dotted um six millimeter rule um it's basically you know lined paper but there's little hash marks that you could use to make your own graph paper so it's really helpful for people that need to 
you know, like say, you know, math or science students that, that need to draw a figure or even for me, like the way I use it is making a checkbox. You know, you don't need to use graph paper. You could just draw a little perfect square. I know that's so silly, but it matters. <laughs> no, me. no, it's not. It helps. Um, or, you know, if I'm, if I'm like outlining something and I want something to just have its little perfect space, it just, it really works. Um, so no, so I, it, it really, it brings me a lot of joy. And what's great about, you know, Japanese stationery in general is they tend to remember things that a lot of times American and otherwise stationary companies or notebook school supply companies don't think about like so these campus notebooks um that i like you know they're just run-of-the-mill school notebooks um but at the top of every page there's a little space for the date um you know and a page number uh so there's just these little tiny touches that that make it all kind of come together um i don't use there's i'll put a link in the show notes but I don't use the um, glued binding campus notebooks because they don't sit flat and I just don't like the feel of them. I use a, um, <clears throat> I use their loose leaf paper um, that I have in a 26, it's 26 hole loose leaf paper and I have a notebook and that's great too because then you can move your papers around, which really kind of <clears throat> makes it a little bit more versatile. So yeah, so um, Japanese paper for me is my go-to whenever I can. Something that comes actually a very close second, surprisingly, are the pen and gear notebooks from Walmart. They are the ones that have that like vinyl cover. Um, the or, uh, poly cover, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called, yeah. Um, they are made in India, those ones. That paper is really smooth. It's just not as thick. Um, but it's it gives you the same smoothness and texture as the Japanese paper that I like. And they're actually surprisingly good for fountain pens, which surprised yeah. me. Very, very surprising. <clears throat> so, um, but that's it for paper. Um, let's go with pen. So you want me to start here too? Uh, sure. So for me, a pen that just makes me super happy, it's less the brand or pen itself. Not, not, let me roll that back. I love certain brands of pens. Let's, let's go with that for sure. There are certain brands that I just love and certain fountain pen brands that I just love, but it's less the pen, but a deep, dark black ink makes me incredibly happy something like the paper hate ink joy the pentel energel uniball signal all of those pens have really deeply dark black ink that just looks really crisp and nice on white paper and i just love that i love that like contrast of the black and the white on paper and it's really nice for sketching and doodling and all of that as well um and in terms of fountain pens like like again still like an ink that is deeply black makes me really happy there are a number of of black inks that are just kind of like gray they're like a really really dark charcoal gray that's not black i want a black ink i want the ink to be dark on the page and not wash out i just I don't know. That makes me really happy. I like a lot of colors of ink too, but there's nothing that makes me happier than a really good black ink. What about you in terms of pens? Well, I'm the opposite of you. I prefer blue ink. I like a blue ink, but it doesn't make me as happy as black. <laughs> I mean, are there the same amount of degrees of black as there are blue? Probably not. No, well, I think that, like, for me, it's just black is is a black ink. You know what I mean? Like, I want something that's really dark, I want something that's black. But a lot of companies try to pass off, like, a dark gray as black ink. Um, like, I don't know. Like, there aren't as many different shades of black, no. Like, there are many shades of blue, but there aren't shades of black. You've got black or you've got not black. Right. Where blue, it's like, I 
couldn't even tell you how many different kinds of right things, yeah you know. um <clears throat> so all right so pens i have i also have some markers in here too specifically highlighters um folded into my pens notes so i don't know if you want to speak on those too later but um i agree with you less about uh pens when it um with the paper paper hate <laughs> i was just reading your notes uh yeah i'll call it that <laughs> the paper hate ink joy um you know because i just i love the flow of the ink that's where i yeah with your likes um you know a pen that skips is so frustrating because then you have to go back and like trace over what you've written and inevitably it messes things up because then either it's too inky or it looks like you did what you just did like it's just it's nice just to pick up a pen and write with it and not have to worry about going back and fixing things um so the uh the Paper Hate Inkjoy is one of my favorites. I also just like the myriad of colors that they come in. Um, I recently bought... Mm. It was a weird, like, Target bundle. Like, I think they only sold it at Target. It was for back to school. And it went on clearance. So for $10, I got... I think it was 16 pens. Wow. Right. And the colors that came were, like, awesome. There was, like a like, a tan-colored pen and, like an interesting yellow color. So like, I love the different colors that, that the pens come in. Um, as someone who enjoys bright colors and colorful things in general, um, you know, it's obviously professional writing. You can't like, you couldn't go to work and write with a, a pink pen. That's just not socially acceptable, sadly. <laughs> um, right. But in my job, I can edit papers with any color I want. And I try to use colors in a way that's not just fun, but effective. So, um, the other pen that, um, I really, really, really enjoy using is, um, the Zebra. Um, it's a fine point, the F, uh, 301 stainless steel pen. Uh, yeah, that's great. That's a great pen. Um, it's something, it's one of the pens before I like became entrenched is the right word into the stationary world um i this was the first pen that i really used and like latched onto um i guess before my horizons had been broadened and it's just one of those pens that you can find in most stores uh it works um it's pretty pretty durable and i like that it's refillable and it it's a you know it's a pen that's hardy so like Sure, you could refill a Bic, technically, but, like, unless you get, what are they called? The bow, uh, machined Bic, uh, pens. Mm -hmm. You're not going to want to refill a Bic. But I'm going to want to refill my Zebra pens because it's metal. Like, I don't want to throw that away. That's wasteful. Right. And the refills are actually really nice on those Zebra pens. Yes. Yes. Yes, they are. Surprisingly so for such a uh, fine-pointed ballpoint. Right. And um, Zebra in general makes really good products. So. Yes, I agree with that. Um, and then something I reviewed very recently was the Pilot Better retractable pen. Um, I reviewed it a couple weeks ago. Um, I picked it up when we were mm -hmm. at Bob Slate in Cambridge. Yeah. And this is another pen that is very unassuming. It's not expensive. But it does exactly what you need it to do. It writes every time. It doesn't skip. The design of the pen is great. <clears throat> it is a, you know, clear, hard plastic barrel. Um, but it has little ridges at the end for grip. So it doesn't, it doesn't include like an extra grip um, onto the pen like some, some pens do. Um, so it just makes me happy when I use them too. Because it's a pen that I used to use when I was a kid. And I think that the nostalgia factor kind of comes into play here. Um, you know, using tools that you've used for a lifetime. Really, I don't know. There's something comforting about that. Um, I don't know if you've had that experience last with, with using items. Uh, yeah, you know, I picked up 
and this goes into the pencils bit. Um, I picked up a half gross of the Echo Rider. And those pencils made me so happy in high school. And I'm happy to report that they still make me happy now as an adult. The core on them is nice and dark with a little bit of grab. It's not grit, but it kind of grabs the page a little bit, even in, even though it's deeply dark and pretty smooth. Um, those just bring me back to high school in a good way because high school was not a fabulous experience for me. Um, but like the good parts of high school. Right. Like the parts where it wasn't trashy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so folding into the pen category is going to be highlighters for me. Mm. Um, I'm a very visual person and I think that, um, you know, obviously I used highlighters when I was in college for note taking and otherwise, but I use them in my regular life too. It's a very quick and easy way for me to see. Like if I make a task list, um, sometimes I highlight based on priority or sometimes I highlight based on like, you know, um, an order in which to do things or categorize things, you know, like 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 recently I've been prepping for surgery and there's a ton of shopping I had to do, a ton of cleaning I had to do, um, a ton of phone calls that I had to make, appointments that I had to go to. So it was very easy, you know, to highlight and say like, oh, all the green items are have to do with shopping. So then you can kind of parse out like what you have to do without feeling overwhelmed. So mm. I use highlighters in a almost every day in a, you know, at least every day that I work with my planner in a way that kind of just makes sense to me. And there's two highlighters that I really, really enjoy. Um, one is the Zebra Mild Liner. Oh yeah, those are great. They actually hit mainstream. So I was using them before that upsurge in like journaling and bullet journaling. Like I wouldn't say bullet journaling, that's just been around. But like over the past, I'd say two years, like making your own journals. Like when you go into Michael's now, yep. like they have open stock zebra. Oh yeah. You know, so I think that that they I actually they sell them in Target too. Mm-hmm. They're way too expensive. Um Oh yeah. Cheaper. <laughs> Super expensive in Target, but you get a giant set. Right. Um so I really like them because they they're double-ended. So they have, you know, a fine tip and a bold like chisel tip. And they're just really fun because the colors they come in are are just really subtle. Um in fact, Jet Pens has this 25 pack um and it's just so cool to see the the different colors like there's a there's a brown like who would have ever thought they needed a brown highlighter <laughs> you know or a gray right gray right and um you know and i love the 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 colors that they're called um you know there's mild apricot and you know lemon yellow and summer green and smoke blue and lavender and you know coral pink so i think that it just they make me happy aesthetically mm. um, but just the way you can use them there's just so many options i mean i've seen actual people just use them for coloring too oh yeah uh so and they're they last a long time the originals that i bought are still going strong um and i use them all through college and afterwards so so that's what about four, four years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are definitely my favorite. In fact, now I want to buy this twenty-five pack <laughs> because, like anything else, because I have the three five packs, so I have fifteen different colors. Mm-hmm. Um, the the uh, bright, bold, and mild. Um, but yeah, now I now I want, <laughs> you know, because they they only have colors specific to the multi pack. Yep. Um, anyhow, uh, the other highlighter that I use religiously, and you actually kind of turned me on to them less. Um, actually, there's a third highlighter. Sorry, I'm excited. <laughs> Highlighters make me excited. <laughs> um, there could be worse things. This is true. So it's a refillable highlighter by Preppy. Yep. yep. Platinum Preppy refillable highlighter. I was going to bring that up if you didn't. Yes, you actually 
turn me on to them because I think we were hanging out one, one time and you had um the preppy fountain pen. Yep. And looks, I had the highlighter too. Yeah. Um and it it like they look the same, just they do different things. Mm-hmm. Um and I never thought about refilling a highlighter. I was like, well, when it's done, it's done. Like, why bother? I started using them. And let me tell you, the the vibrancy of these Platinum Preppy highlighters are just unmatched. In fact, sometimes they are too wet and too vibrant. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm in love with them. And the fact that you can buy the refill cartridges, and they're only 250 for the pen itself. Yep. Um, yeah, I recommend them to everybody. And you can even replace the tip, which is even better. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I like that, and, and I'm not a huge environmentalist, but I liked that there's not so much waste going on. Like, it encourages you to stick with the same pen or the same highlighter. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on, on the Platinum Preppy? Like, what were you going to say? Well, the Platinum Preppy, um, in terms of highlighters, it's just the fact that I can refill it. I can um, do what's called eyedroppering it. For those who don't know, it's where you don't use a cartridge to refill it, but you put silicone grease on the threads and you fill the entire body of the pen with your ink and use it that way. That makes me super happy so that I don't even have the waste of the cartridges um and i am unlike dade i am super into um (laughs) recycling and environmentalism and that's kind of like one of my things um but i really like that about the platinum preppy and i like the fact that all parts of it can be recycled i think except for the fiber tip um so all of the parts are made to be recycled and reused that makes me super happy but it also reminds me i got into those when my wife went back for her JD um, and she needed, she was going through so many highlighters at, that I started researching it because highlighters are freaking expensive. And she was going through like, at like one a week because she was highlighting so much stuff and reading so much stuff for, for school. And I got her into them and we had, I think, three of them going at any one time because she would give me one to refill and I'd give her a filled one. So, yeah, they just they worked really well for her entire um, law school career. Then I used them for my grad school career, and I have one that I bought. Um, actually, that I kind of destroyed a couple of them, and now I've got one left. Because um, they do, they do eventually break down the body of the pen when you eyedropper. It does have a tendency to crack a little bit over time, but it does take years of it happening. So, um, yeah, they're a great little pen. Yeah, no, I, I just, like I said, I, I recommend to people to the point where I like give them the link to Jet Pens because you can't find these in the store, you know. So, because that's a lot of times people are like, oh, you recommended this thing to me, but I can't get it. It's not, it's not from here whatever that means. Um, So my third highlighter is the Stabilo Boss. Yep. Um, They're awkward to hold in the beginning because they're flat and rectangular. Yep. But they last super long. They don't dry out if you leave the cap off of them. And they're also refillable. Um, Although I've never refilled mine. And the the way to refill is different. The, The preppy you buy actual cartridges, which I think is more wasteful than boss's way, which is you dip the end into mm-hmm. the ink. Um, but yeah, so I, I like them too, because they're also vibrant and they also come in a variety of colors that are really fun and different. Um, because I just, I don't know about you, but I get tired of using, you know, yellow, green, orange, pink, and blue highlighters. Um, I like to kind of mix it up a bit. So, those things bring me great joy. Mm. Um, and I guess finally, uh, pencils. And I can start this off, Les, since you've been starting off. Sure. Um, because I agree with you. I see your notes here. Um, I, too, am a fan of smooth, dark pencils. Um, obviously, I like the neon casemate or the pen and gear uh, neon. 
from Walmart. Um, but Indian pencils in general, I really enjoy. Um, yeah, I, same. I, I, I enjoy the penning gear, especially because it's smooth and dark, but it's not soft, if that makes sense. So yeah, it has nice point retention. Right, because for me, I I press very hard um, when I write. So much so that if you look at the next page, you could very easily like rub like you know a graphite stick over it and see exactly what I wrote. Like, um, so having finding a dark pencil that doesn't wear down every three lines is is great for me. And they also bring me joy because they're neon, and I love neon. I'm just gonna say it over and over. And I I enjoy using the the Indian pencils too because they're so cheap. Like I remember um, I got these metallic Nataraj uh, metallic pencils, and I ordered them on eBay. And I really thought I was just getting like two dozen pencils because it was like a two pack mm. for like five dollars shipping included no i got like a two pack of like bricks of pencils <laughs> so i got 10 boxes of pencils because each each pack had five boxes in them so mm. i like they they make me happy because they're cheap too um i really also um enjoy using um the Camel HB pencils. The, the oh ones. yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, they come in pastels. Those are the ones I, I stocked. Up. I don't know if CW still carries them, but I stocked up a bunch. Um, again, I I like that they're different. They don't have a ferrule. Their eraser is kind of the ferrule, like it's it's yeah. flush with the pencil. Um, and they just they write really really well and they sharpen well. Um. And so those are the two that, that when I was thinking about things that make me happy, those are the first two that, that popped up for me. Mm -hmm. um, what about you? So I'm pretty basic in terms of what I like about pencils and what makes me really happy. Um, I want a smooth, dark core without grit. That's like, that's my thing. And then it's even better if it's a good deal. So the pen, the pen and gear pencils, Epsara, Nataraj, Doms, all of those fit that bill. They're really inexpensive. They have a smooth, dark core. There's no grit. I've never, I don't know that I've ever had grit in a pencil made by Hindustan ever. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what makes me really happy. And, you know, there are some of the more expensive pencils that make me super happy. But they don't, they're not something that I'm going to reach for again and again and again and use repeatedly because they're expensive. Whereas I don't have any thoughts about picking up one of those neon Ticonderogas or one of those uh, neon pen and gear or the black pen and gear box that I just bought. I just, I grab one, I sharpen it and I use it, I sharpen it again, I use it again. They're great little pencils. And, that's what makes me happy when I get a good deal and the core is awesome. Pretty basic. And I think that's kind of what I've noticed about, you know, we've been talking now for the past half hour or so about what brings us joy. Most of the things that bring us joy are pretty basic. Yeah. And it's not, it's not the cost. Like, don't get me wrong. I love an expensive fountain pen. I enjoy me some nice, expensive stationery, but does that like balance out and give me more joy than something that's cheap? I don't know. I just don't know. Right. Like I thought about that too. Cause when I looked at my list, I saw, you know, like, wow, these are things that even if I bought all of them on my list, it would still be less than a hundred dollars. Right. Um, and I, I wonder how much finances are tied to what brings me happiness. But I mean, I think it's a factor, but I don't think it's a main factor. I just think that simple is good. Yeah. Yeah, there's something to that. Right. Like, 
it could be something subtly psychological. Um, I'm the type of person that likes to, uh, you know, use a 211 and post pictures of it being like a little nub of a pencil. <laughs> because I want to use things. Right. You know, sure, it's a $60 pencil, but like, you know, I want to use it and enjoy it. So there could be that like subtle rebellion of like the expensive. Um, but really, I just think it's these items work. And they work well. But I think if you let's go, let's go back to the original topic. What we were, we decided we were going to talk about is things that bring us joy, right? Yes. In in stationery, and if you're not using something, is it bringing you joy? I don't think so. If it's just sitting there, there's there's no joy in that, right? Exactly. It's just a thing. Right, and like that's what I that's how I kind of came across this topic because cleaning out my office, I was discovering things that were just sitting there that I'm like, why mm. do I have this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I got rid of, um, all of my Ticonderoga pencils, mm. except for a few, like I saved, um, a pack of neon, the new neon ones that came out. Yep. And that's a 30 pack. I'm good. But I got rid of everything else. Cause I would buy like every different edition and stockpile them away. Why not? give that to somebody else and have them get joy because I, I see the pencils the kids use in high school and let me tell you <laughs> they're garbage they're the universal pencil like the oh yeah the, yeah trash now, although i was pleasantly surprised and pleased that there was a um class that had a stock of musgrave test scoring pencils and i wonder if ah. that was the teacher that bought them because it was for they were using it for scantron obviously oh, it could be that the school purchased those um for specifically for scantroning and then the teachers just passed those around yeah i mean because i had seen a kid use it like in class and i was like whoa you're using a i didn't say this in my brain i said oh my god they're using a musgrave like where did mm. that come from um but then i was in another class and i saw because even at the college when I've proctored like placement testing. It's a box of universal garbage pencils. Yeah. So it was a nice little glimmer of quality in a sea of mediocre. Of hope. So, um, so yeah. So, you know, I, I think simple is good. Like I, I think that's why, I mean, I have one fountain pen mm. because for me, I, I know they're not complicated, but for me, there's just too much. Um, yeah, there's so much stuff out there. Right. So. But yeah. Um, so, I mean, do you have anything else to add, Les, um, in general? Like. I don't. I think I've covered pretty much all of the stuff that I really, truly enjoy. And what brings me joy in stationery is ultimately the use of it. Um, but there are things that I go for over and over and over and over again. No, I definitely agree. Although one thing in stationery that brings me joy, this is coming full circle here, is the stationery community that yeah. we're a part of. Because there are other parts of the stationery community Ooh. that are yeah. not so great. Yeah. But RSVP and Erasable, just, it, it's great. Like sometimes like I'll, I'll wake up and I'll look at Facebook and someone posted like something in the RSVP group, like, oh man, look what I found at my local whatever. Or, like, I was at work today, and, like, this is what I'm using. And, like, they're posts that are fun and interactive and great. And there's no worry about having to deal with weird passive-aggressive behavior or, you know, trollish behavior. I think both groups are very well moderated. And I think yeah. that that brings me joy. That part of the stationary community that's engaging and fun. And really looks out for each other. I mean, yeah. I have I have yet to uh I take that back. I've I've encountered I think only two people, and it was in the erasable group actually, that were just horrible humans. But for the most part, <laughs> I have yet to encounter someone that wasn't willing to help you out. Yeah. To the point where I'll never forget this, and I I haven't seen this person active since, but I had posted that I like Tamagotchis and that I collect them. And someone private messaged me and said, hey, I found a Tamagotchi that I've had. Do you want it for free? That's awesome. And they sent it to me. Like, you know, 
that's and like you had posted the other day you got some happy mail and that's what prompted your post um i think i think that's that's joyful in itself yeah absolutely now if we could only find a way to filter everything else on filter out everything else on facebook but stationary that'd be great right (laughs) well remember when facebook Mm. had that app it was facebook groups oh yeah i wish the groups app would come back and then i could just delete the actual facebook app off my phone right it's rare that i post to facebook and if it is it's either a meme or a way to contact people that that's the only point of contact um so anyhow I guess we can uh, wrap this one up. Indeed. So, uh, as always, I just want to thank everyone for listening. Um, if you've made it this far, I appreciate you. Um, you know, it's it's nice to get to s- some support from everyone, whether it's on the Facebook page, through comments on our, you know, podcast website, um, or reviews on whatever, you know, podcasting site that you use. Um, it's just, it makes me want to keep going um, with the podcast. So thank you for that. Um, so if you could, you know, one of the best ways to bring us even further joy is to share the podcast with other folks that you think would like it. Um, you know, pop up a, a link to one of your favorite episodes. You like fermentation? Post a link to, <laughs> to episode 60. You know? <laughs> There's some crossover going here. You might you might expand our crowd a bit. Um, so just just let people know why you love us. Um, and we also welcome criticism too. I think that's important. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can find us online at rsvpstationarypodcast.com. Also, there's going to be a link in the show notes for Spectrum Chat. Um, you can find me Dade at weeklypencil.com. And on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Weekly Pencil. Wes? So you can find me at ComfortableShoesStudio.com, Facebook at ComfortableShoesStudio, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Spectrum at Original L.C. Harper. 